listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 The big story yesterday as we were going off the air here on Straight Out of Vegas, it was the Dallas Cowboys and quarterback Dak Prescott agreeing to a contract extension, reportedly four years, $160 million with $126 million in guarantees. Okay, you guys know I am cold cash over hot takes. So when I say something sizzling, you know I mean it. This deal decreases significantly Dallas's prospects to win a Super Bowl in the near future. Let's call seven years a horizon, a reasonable horizon. I believe strongly this deal decreases Dallas's chance to win a Super Bowl. And I think it had a lot to do, a lot to do with Jerry Jones and the reality of mortality, the reality that at almost 80 years old, uh, the days are numbered. And, you know, we wish the best for Jerry and, and everyone, but all you got to do is look at the actuarial tables to see, hey, you don't got 30 years probably. And Vegas, the betting market is reacting with a yawn, with a shrug. The odds have not changed. No change from yesterday. 28 to 1 Dallas, 28 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They're the 13th favorite to win. 13th, 12 teams better to win the Super Bowl. So, Jonas, just as a fan, Dallas being a little bit better in average is what 13th Super Bowl favorite means. Does that seem right to you? Yeah, that seems right. Uh, I think I, you know, the division odds. I know we'll break down all of this. Like, I think they've got a clear path as having the best quarterback in the division. But you start looking around the NFC. I don't think they're better than Tampa Bay. I don't think they're better than Green Bay. They've they've got work to do if they want to improve on where they're at right now. And the question becomes, and this is why I believe this was a desperation move by Dallas, and this reinforces, and we're going to get to it, how shrewd, how far-reaching or far-seeing Todd France and Dak's approach to this was. They won, and they won in a rout. And the reason Dallas caved, the reason Dallas compromised, was the alternative was even worse. This is one of those situations I kind of disagree with Vegas. I think you've got to improve Dallas's odds a little bit because the favorite – and I'm talking about for this year now, not for a horizon of seven years. This isn't the last year that Dallas could win a Super Bowl, but I think this is their best year. Think about that. I think every year after this year, during this deal, it gets worse for Dallas to potentially win a Super Bowl. But this year would have been horrible if they didn't sign a long-term deal because though the money is astronomical, it's way overpaying Dak. It saves Dallas for this season $15 million on the cap. Not cash, but rather they have $15 more million to spend. And I'm not a cap true expert, though I've gotten more and more into it, because it is so important when it comes to understanding what football teams do to understand the cap. Because if you just look at the cash, Dak's getting massive money now, pretty much immediately, $75 million in cash this year, Dak will receive. How are they saving money, RJ? Well, Dallas, what they spend and what they have to book are two different things. 
And for a team as rich as the Cowboys, the money's not the issue. It's the limitations of the salary cap. And if Dak would have signed for the 38 or, or accepted the tag, and it would have been a $38 million cap hit versus 23 or so this year cap hit, that 15 lets Dallas sign multiple other players, and it really takes the team from being gutted in a way to being vi- still okay, right? Still kind of what they planned. Because you can't forget, no one could have planned this pandemic and the resultant decrease in the cap from about $200 million to about 181 is the current estimate. So think about that. The cap's been going up, 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 about $10, $11 million a year now for years and years. So it was about 200. The expectation was it would be 211 or so in 2021. It's 181. The difference between 211 and 181 is what all these teams are scrambling to account for. And that's why a team like New England that just made a trade with the Raiders for that expensive, I think Brown's his name, that left tackle, that's a situation that New England has a lot of money to spend, and it's going to be a buyer's market because most teams don't have money to spend. So Dallas has been overpaying nonstop. In fact, McKenzie, pull up the sheet where you've got the list. Uh, Colin did some good work on this today, too. We did it separately, is the signings recently of Dallas and where that ranked for the position of that player it's like as we go down this list real quick, it's literally highest paid at the position. Highest paid at the position. Run that off real quick. Yeah, so Dak is the second highest paid player in the NFL. And this follows Ezekiel Elliott was the highest paid running back when he signed in 2019. Amari Cooper last year was the highest or the second highest paid receiver behind Julio Jones. It goes on. Their tackle, Zach Martin, highest paid guard at the time. Their tackle... Smith, the highest paid tackle at that position. And even their linebacker, inside linebacker Jalen Smith, was the highest paid at his position when he signed two years ago. And they just signed a D lineman, right, that was the highest paid. Demarcus Lawrence, that's right, $25 million a year. Highest paid at the time of the signing for any defensive end. Now think about this, everyone. This is an economic, the NFL is an economic endeavor. And it's like Monopoly. Think about, you played Monopoly, is you think, oh, I, I was a guy that used to like the railroads, and I used to like Baltic. Oh, I, I, I love those cheap little properties right past Go, because people just weren't fo- – there just wasn't a competitive market there. That's where I thought the, <laughs> the value was. And, yeah, Boardwalk and Park Place, I'd, hey, if it dropped in my lap, no problem. Well, Jerry Jones likes Boardwalk and Park Place, but he likes to pay extra for them. And – what is the consequence of that? Well, let's compare the one team that's been the most successful by far, New England. When does Belichick overpay? Never. Oh, you want to go? Bye-bye. You, in fact, we'll let you go a year early and get some draft choices back. Now, we can say that's ruthless. That's, okay, fine. But in an economic endeavor like the NFL is— all, if you have a finite amount of money, we all got the same amount of money at the beginning of Monopoly. It's what kind of value do you get? Do you pay less for something than it's truly worth? And my question to you, Jonas, is can we think of one time 
that Jerry Jones has paid less for a player in the last five years than the player's worth. No, it's almost as if he looks at getting a deal as a sign of, I, I don't know if it's you know him not having the money or not being as fortunate. It's almost like somebody who's really wealthy, and they're wealthy to the point to where they wouldn't be caught dead inside a Ross dress for less because that that to them would look like a knock. And so Jerry Jones would rather pay extra for the same V-neck pack of three T-shirts you get at Nordstrom's. You could get for $10 cheaper at a Ross dress for less, but he wouldn't be caught dead in a Ross, so he just goes to Nordstrom's and pays the extra money. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, I don't even think people was getting straight what this deal really is. We looked at the next three years. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas with Jonas Knox. We looked at the next three years, and we said, how much money is Dak going to make in three years, Mahomes, Watson, et cetera? Dak Prescott, 2021, 2022, 2023. Why did we do three years? Because this fourth year has a unique thing that supposedly Dak – and Dallas is going to be very incentivized to renegotiate, that this is probably only going to be a three-year deal with the theory being another deal after that. Yeah. I don't fully understand what it is about that fourth year that makes it where it's not uh, viable for Dallas to just let it play out, but I figured, all right, I'm going to under, I don't know if you have a good grasp of that, Jonas, do you? I, I think it's the fact that there's no he can't be franchised. Mm-hmm. and that he's got a no-trade clause. So the incentive is for Dallas to get a deal done after that third year without having to go into a fourth year with all this. Which would be know, like this, like the way it's been. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So what we did was look at the, the – thank you, Jones. Is we looked at the next three years. Dak is making, in the next three years, $126 million in cash. Patrick Mahomes is making 927. I've been hearing that Mahomes is one and Dak is two. $126 million for Dak the next three years. Mahomes, 92.7. Watson, 82. Tannehill, 80. Goff, 78. I'm just going down the list. Even if you assume Kirk Cousins, because he's only got two years left on his deal, if you assume in 2023 he makes the same as 2022, $35 million, he's at 91 so Cousins at 91, Dak at 126. No one else in the – if you look at Aaron Rodgers, $74 million in cash the next three years. So literally Dak is at 126 and no one else is above 93. Cash in the next three years. Dakota Prescott, the Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Millionaire Dakota, the million-dollar man, is making like 35% more than any other player in the NFL over the next three years. $33 million more. Jonas, one, that's not really being reported that way, no. is it? 
How shocking is that? Well, because I think people are just people look at, at just the the annual salary because it's an easier number to understand. But uh, you know, I've been t- told by former NFL players who always say, "Man, don't pay attention to any of that stuff. Pay attention to the guarantees." What do the guarantees tell you? Well, the guarantees are telling you that he's getting 126 million dollars over three years, and that's also on the back end of the 31 million dollars he yep. got guaranteed this year. So that puts him at just under 160 million dollars fully guaranteed over a four-year stretch i mean it's crazy it, and in the mahomes deal has is really team friendly and colin yeah. talked about that today and it also doesn't have guarantees anywhere where if you look at the number of years you would now listen if somehow some way there is some value to having true guarantees where yeah, maybe eight years from now, that guarantee is not a great number, but it's still a number. Yeah, he's already rolled the dice enough. It doesn't matter, meaning he can take a few risks right now. But no one is within $33 million of Dakota Prescott when it comes to how much he's going to put in his pocket in the next three years. It's like McKenzie in research, pregame.com, said the following. He said, it's like he's getting a fourth, paid a fourth year. Where like everyone out, like if he was just making Mahomes money, it'd be like okay, about thirty, thirty-one million year one, year two, year three. Then at the end of that, hey, let's just pay Dak a fourth year right now for nothing, <laughs> right? Because it's effectively a. I mean, think about it: is Mahomes is averaging thirty-one or so million a year the next three years? Dak is making thirty-three million more than Mahomes which means he's making an extra year salary in three years. Yeah. <laughs> so this is unparalleled. I'm not saying – well, I, I am saying. He, Dak doesn't deserve this, right? But what I'm saying is it's not about that. It's about how smart Dak and his agent were to put Jerry Jones in a position that he needed cap relief this year and he was willing to do anything for it because he's looking at the ticking clock. And it was brilliantly played, but it doesn't speak too well about the future of Dallas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We've looked at the percentage of the overall cap of the Super Bowl winners and the participants. And here's what it tells us. You've got two classes of quarterbacks. One is Hall of Fame first ballot leading sports center the day they're inducted. And there's only two quarterbacks, really, that meet that criteria, in my opinion. Who knows what happens in the future, but it's Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And we're talking about now from 2000, you know, what we call the modern era in the NFL is after the collective bargaining agreement in 2011. So 2012 on, we're looking at here. These are, this is the percentage of the cap hit for non-first ballot Hall of Famers. Flacco was 7%, Russell Wilson 1%, Nick Foles 1%. And remember, we obviously look at Wentz, and his number was a rookie deal also. Patrick Mahomes, 3%. Literally nothing. Rookie deals. Otherwise, winners, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Now, Brady took around 12% of the cap during those years. But he was... And is yeah, as good as it, there's ever been. All right, so you're either as good as you've ever we've ever seen, Ric Flair style, or 
you better hardly take any money from the cat. It's rookie deal or first ballot Hall of Famer. Dakota's not either of those at this point. And oh, by the way, if you look at the losing quarterbacks, now I'll just run down the numbers, percentage of cap, 3, 10, 5, 9, 18, that was Matt Ryan, 10, 1, 15, 1. So even to make the Super Bowl, generally it's been pretty cheap, and then Tom Brady and Peyton Manning each with one loss. Dak Prescott's cap percentage this year is 12%. After that, 17, 21, 21. Even with the exemption of all-time first ballot grades, 14% is the most cap that any winning quarterback in the modern era has taken. This is the last year that Dak's going to be under that. And that's why I said, Jonas, entering the show, Dallas did all this to have one last year that they're kind of viable. And after that, history tells us Dallas has like a 0% chance to win it. Yeah, this seems like a really big year, just based on the fact Philly seems like they're going through a transition. Washington still doesn't really have a quarterback. Uh, the Giants, we're not sure what, what Saquon Barkley is going to look like coming off that injury, and there's still some questions about Daniel Jones. If they can't get it done this year, I don't know when it's going to happen. And they're the 13th favorite to win it, so it's not <laughs> like they're supposed to get it done this year, right? Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 